travel friends welcome to the away with me travel podcast my name is dan rossi and i am very excited to be joined today uh by my partner in crime who i'm going to be seeing here just in a few days uh on the west coast mr justin Suter. justin how is it going tonight what's up man dan your journey begins with us let me throw that out there uh absolutely love (laughs) it Uh, um yeah exciting man this was unplanned we did not expect to be recording tonight we had everything done all the shows are going to be dropped, but um, some big news kind of coming out of Disney. And uh, I don't know if we say news or, you know, we like to speculate. And so rumors. this, yeah, rumors, this might be some good speculation, but Dan and I were chatting and, uh, you know, we don't do a ton of Disney over on the Away With Me Travel side as far as the show goes, uh, because we, we cover that on DDP. But with this one, we thought, what a great opportunity to bring some Disney over to the Away With Me Travel podcast and chat a little bit over here about some of the things that we're seeing that may be big changes or big changes back to what we used to have uh, coming very, very soon for guests that uh, that we work with and the, you know us ourselves being down in the parks too. Yeah, and plus you told me like in the last two weeks you've recorded like 999 podcasts, so you needed to do one more so you can hit 1,000 in just that short period of time because you've just been a, a podcast maniac lately. Uh, and, I, I needed I mean, one more I, happy haunt podcast is what I needed. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, so, you know, this is a great topic. Like you said, we don't talk Disney a lot on this show, um, but I think this fits well uh, because this is something that uh, a lot of our clients are going to want to know about, and, you know, this can affect their vacation moving forward for 2024. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, we've already seen some major changes coming to the Disney parks in 2024. January, of course, park reservations going away. We've got the dining plan coming back. So there's some big, big changes uh, coming that are going to make the Disney parks feel probably a lot more familiar to guests that used to travel before COVID than they have been here recently over the last two years. And so um, this, you know, what we're going to talk about tonight, I think, is that kind of another step that I think is going to bring guests back that may have been a little scared away by some of the changes that have been happening like i said this is not news this is uh this is speculation these are rumors but a lot of times when this happens and we'll explain what's going on uh it does come to fruition and we do see it in the park stand yeah so what happened like i think this was this was announced a few months ago when disney announced that they were i think it was when they announced the 2024 packages uh, they announced the dining plan was going to come back, so everyone was super excited about that. There, you know, everyone was really happy. Uh, but one of the little nuggets that they threw in there w- was that they were going to make some changes to Genie Plus. Um, they didn't really go into great detail. They just said that they were going to make Genie Plus 
uh, a little better and you know maybe there was some drop of a hint that you were going to be able to do something before you arrived on property and they kind of left it at that but they didn't really go into detail yeah and i mean that's look i mean genie plus i feel like is the main hiccup for, for people who are not used to going to the parks postcode i feel like park reservations yes they're can they can be a hassle um if you forget but overall it's really not that big a deal as far as park reservations go we've kind of gotten used to it but genie plus is something that's it's a lot, man. It's a lot for people to kind of wrap their head around to be able to understand this this whole new premise. You got Genie, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, you know, all these things that are there. And uh, it's it's just a different tool that you can use to to really get a lot out of your vacation. You know, you and I have chatted a lot about this. We have different viewpoints. You think Genie Plus is good for any park, no matter what the day, time, date, yeah. uh, amount of people in your party or anything like that. Whereas I think it's more of a limited use for Magic Kingdom, maybe Hollywood Studios. Don't really see it for Epcot. Don't really see it for Animal Kingdom. But, you know, the main thing is this. Dan, it's a pain in the butt, man. Because here's the thing. When you use a travel advisor like us, we take care of all the planning. So we're up at 60 days at 6 a.m. for Dan, 5 a.m., just to tell you how good he is. Because he's Ew. there in Central uh, Central Standard fake time there. Um, <laughs> you know, he we're up doing those dining reservations. We're making park reservations. We're making sure your transfers are done. We're taking care of all this stuff. And then... You know, it kind of falls on you, though, once you get to the parks to be able to understand Genie Plus, to be able to understand uh, Lightning Line. And look, we we meet with you and we try to set you up to the point to where you can get that done. But we can only, you know, what's that saying? You can you can only lead the horse to the trough, but you can't make a drink. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Like (laughs) once you're there on property, you have to get your hands on the product. And then you're waking up every single day for 7 a.m making that first one it's just a you know it's a lot it's a lot of planning it's a lot of preparation um and it's a lot of kind of hassle for at least one one person in the group that has to get up and do that stuff aka me and my family uh every single time and so uh you know i think that the higher up stand have kind of heard back from people and they've said hey disney's too complicated like going to the parks is too complicated for us and they need to make it to where once I get there, I don't want to have to worry so much. And so we see these surveys come out. So Disney uses surveys to kind of put their finger on the pulse of what Disney fans, people who are going to visit the parks, feel and and would they like certain changes. They do everything from attraction re-themes to land re-themes to expansions to dining to prices. to I mean, you name it. They use these surveys for everything. And of course, Dan mentioned we got a new survey, and with this new survey, uh, it is all about the future look of Genie Plus. So, Dan, let's dive into it. Roll me through a little bit of what this survey looks like. Let's let's start with like what I think is going to sound very familiar to people, and then we'll go park to park and kind of talk about it. Yep. Well, first, let's talk about what Genie Plus is now. So, sure. for G- yeah, for, for Genie Plus now, you can't pre-purchase it. Uh, so you could only purchase it the day that you are going to uh, go to the park. So if you're going to the parks tomorrow, for example, that Genie Plus selection or the, the, the ability to purchase it opens up at midnight. And then at 7 a.m. you have your your first selection open up. So like you said, a lot of people don't like the fact of, you know, you know, like the suitors, for example, they don't like to rope drop. They like to sleep in. But now with Genie Plus, you are forced to wake up, at least someone's forced to wake up at 7 a.m. and make that selection or same thing with lightning lanes. So you're, you know, you're interrupting your sleep. You're you're getting up. You're doing that for about 10 or 15 minutes. 
And, you know, for some people, if you if you wake up like that early, sometimes it's hard to go back to sleep. So a lot of people don't like that part. Yeah. Look, it takes a lot of beauty sleep. Like, yeah, I, I need <laughs> I need my sleep. And it's one of yeah. those things, too, where it's just. It, it's stressful. You know what I mean? Like, even though sure. I, I've never had an issue getting certain things, like if I want something with Genie Plus, I pretty much get it. But it's still you're watching your clock tick down. You know, I'm sitting there and sure you do the same thing i've got like my apple watch and i've got it set to where i can see oh, the yeah. seconds click down so right when it hits man i'm refreshing and getting everything i want and it's just it's it's more preparation than what you need to now look i you and i both tell our tell our clients all the time like listen if it's in your budget do genie plus because it really can help your vacation in the long run even though you need to do this type of planning but it really would be nice dan to be able to help them before they ever get on property to be able yeah. to set them up for success and make sure they have certain attractions that are done for that day. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I said, so right now the cost of Genie Plus, it starts at $15 per person per day. I think it's gone as high as $35 Ooh. per day. Um, so that's, and I think that's been like on like some of the holidays and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but I think for the most part, it's usually been in the, the 25 ish dollar range. But either way, Lightning Lanes, same thing. It starts at $10, gets as high as 25 I think 25 is a little bit on the ridiculous side, in my opinion, for some of those rides. Yeah. But um, now, the one thing I do like about the current Genie Plus uh, service is the ability to stack. Um, yeah. Especially if you're either A, going to go to the parks later on. Uh, and you just kind of want to wake up at seven, make that selection, and then just, you know, every couple of hours stack rides for later in the afternoon. So that way you could sleep in, go to the pool, and then, you know, your late afternoon is just filled with Genie Plus rides. So that's one thing that may go away with this new possible uh, option. I'm like the Jenga of Genie Plus. Yeah. I just stack, I stack and stack and <laughs> stack. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things that that is a, that is a nice... That's a bonus to the way it is. But also, Dan, I mean, by the time I get to the park, so if I wake up at 7, I get my first one. Next one's not till typically 9.30 or, you know, around that time I can get my second one. Then we're at 11.30 and then 1.30. And then I'm getting the park. So I have four stacked pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm in the park and I'm having to work to get those four done until I can get something else. I mean, this is the way I'm working at it. So with the, the way this new service would work, um, you know, it would be uh, it would be similar to that. You would just have those done before you would even arrive on property. So let let's talk just a little bit about uh, what this looks like. Yeah, let's get so, our let's get away with me travel time machine, Dan. Because we're going back in time. To the future? No, we're going back in time because this is this is something we've had before. You're just paying for it. Well, this is true. Uh, so what they're looking at is the possibility for this is you are going to be able to pre-purchase this. Uh, seven days prior to your arrival. So, and and again, this is, I should I, I should correct myself here. It's seven days prior to arrival if you are a Disney resort guest. For correct. non, yeah, for non resort guests, that's going to be three days. Now, that's one thing that I do like. I do like giving you know some sort of priority to Disney resort guests because again, I think if you're staying on property. Uh, there should be a little bit of a benefit to it. And right now, I mean, there is a small benefit, but I think that's a huge difference here, being able to make those selections four days before everyone else. And that's how the old FastPass system was before, where if you were that resort guest, you had 30 days before everyone else that you could make those selections. So seven days prior to your arrival, you can purchase Genie Plus. Um, and then at that time, you're going to be able to make three selections. 
uh, for your Genie Plus uh, day, that particular day. What do you think of that? Yeah, 100%. I hope people can hear my waterfall. So just so everyone knows, I'm outside in my back patio actually recording tonight because we are packing and getting ready to leave to head to Disneyland and then Hawaii. And uh, we've got family in town. So they're all in there watching TV and all that. And I thought, man, I just I want to go somewhere quiet. But we've got like a little pond and a waterfall out here. And I'm really hoping that before this episode, because the sun's just setting. So before this episode ends, I hope that the frogs come out and you guys can really hear what a Charleston, South Carolina night sounds like. Um, Yeah. So just be look, honest. This, be honest, Justin. That's not a waterfall. You're in the bathtub right now. No, right? that's what I wanted to clarify because I figured everyone's <laughs> going to think that. So I just thought, let me clarify really quickly as to where I'm at. Uh, so let's let's just let's just call it what it is. This is fast pass plus. I mean, this is yep. You're you're it's fast pass plus. It, you're just paying for it. I mean, that's bottom line. Yeah. That's what it is. Disney, <laughs> Disney, pretty much said, okay. It's almost like they dated this girl, right? Disney dates this girl, and they were really they. It worked. It worked. They were good together. They had fun. They got along, and Disney said. And I just don't know. I think I, I think I want to try to date someone else. And then they went and they dated someone who, you know, made you stress and wake up when you didn't want to. And, you know, it just it was not a good thing. It was not a good thing. And so they said, oh, man, I think I'm going to go back to my old my old girlfriend. And the old girlfriend said, you were given that girlfriend twenty five dollars a day. <laughs> You're going to be giving it to me now, you know, um, and that's pretty much what we're looking at. I mean, it's it is Fast Pass Plus paid. Yeah, and when when we lost Fast Pass, you know, with COVID and everything like that, we talked about this. You know, yeah. there was talk like, hey, you know, just just bring Fast Pass back and just make us pay for it. You know, everything will be fine. And you know, it it took them a while, but it looks like that's you know that's the road they're going down here because if you look at this. The, the three selections that you can make, it is a tiered system. And we'll go through each of the parks, you know, and before COVID hit, they did have a tiered system when you yeah. made your selection. So I guess this this does make sense. Um, like I said, the, the one thing I don't like about this is I think this is going to take away the ability to stack rides for later in the day. So if you don't want to go to the parks early, you know, yeah, you're going to be able to make those three selections, but you can't make another selection until those three rides are done. Correct. So that, you know... That kind of, you know, you'll be able to stack three like you were in the old days, but that's all you're going to be able to do. No, you you, you, you nailed it. Um, but here's the thing. I don't mind it. Th- just think about, Dan, you and I are planners, right? Just yeah. think about the fact that before we even go to the parks, we already know in advance, hey, I've got this, this, and this done for these times. And not yeah. just that. Then I've got, then I can make my dining reservations, you know, like I have my dining reservations so I can plan my stuff around it. Like it. It's just easier. Like it's it's just easier for most families because here's the thing. Like we keep talking about stacking and doing all that kind of stuff. Realistically, 10% of people I would say stack. I would say 10%, you know, are laying by the pool and stacking reservations. Maybe. And most people so are in like the parks. Yeah. yeah, most people yeah. are in the parks. Most people are using them and then they're getting the next one, getting the next one. So I mean, if you rope drop and you do early morning uh, you know, I'm gonna call them fast pass. I'm going back. I'm going back old school. You get old school fast pass genie pluses here. Uh, you know, when you knock them out by noon, then now yeah, you you're still gonna have tons of opportunity to do a, a lot of other stuff using that genie plus service. 
Yeah. And that the one thing I don't like about this, and again, this is all just speculation. This is not anything that's written in stone, is your individual lightning lanes. It looks like all the prices are pretty much going to remain the same, or at least that price range. They're saying fifteen to thirty-five dollars per person for the for the Genie Plus, and then for the Lightning Lanes, ten to twenty-five dollars. But at least right now, the way they're talking is they're they're going to limit the Lightning Lane experience to one per person per day. So, for you park hoppers out there, you will not be able to get a Lightning Lane for Guardians, and then hop over to Magic Kingdom and get one for Tron later on. So, that I don't know if I'm a huge fan of, um, just because if if you only have a few days in the park and you want to park hop, you're kind of getting limited, especially, you know, and I don't know what it's going to look like in 2024, but you don't, you won't have an option to get a, or to wait in line for Tron or Guardians right now. So like if that right. doesn't change by 2024, you either, you know, if you're not starting the day there, you can't get a virtual queue for it. And now you can't have a, a lightning lane. So you're, you've eliminated the ability for people to be even have a chance to go on that right so i think that that's something they'll have to tweak that's just one of the rumors right now yeah but i can understand where they're coming from too um because you know some of those lightning lanes can be tough to get i mean they they sell out very fast and if you limit that and people aren't just grabbing multiple lightning lanes around the property then you know it gives other people an opportunity to grab this i don't know it'd be interesting to see dan other than guardians and tron are lightning lanes selling out for other attractions I think they do at a certain point of the day. Like Guardians and Tron sells out for sure. But like, you know, Seven Dwarves Mine Train. It will sell out at some point. It but should it's never sell late. out. It should never <laughs> sell out. They should but pay you, you to do it. <laughs> That's that. Well, we've already had that argument. So you know where I stand. <laughs> um, but, you know, even like Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage will sell out. So they will sell out. So obviously there's got to be a limit to what, what they can and can't sell. So I get... Especially if you have resort guests at seven days, you know, they can eat all of that up and then your non-resort guests or anyone else won't have a chance to even, you know, jump on that at a later time. So I guess it makes sense. I guess there's no really perfect way to do it, but, you know, that that's that's something they're going to have to work on. Well, let me, let me bring us into Magic Kingdom. Um, and that is, that's the main part for this. That's where most people want to spend their money to, to do it. It kind of surprises me with Tron open now that in the survey they are keeping Seven Dwarfs as an individual lightning lane and not putting it as a tier one attraction for a Genie Plus. Yeah. No, I, I will agree with you 100% on that. I mean, it's been open long enough. And while I think it is a really great attraction, uh, contrary to what others may believe, I think it's, it's time for it to just go back into that Genie Plus because what they are doing in that tiered system is you can select one ride from that tier one selection and then you can select two from tier two. So if you if you add Seven Dwarfs Mine Train to that tier one, right now they have Big Thunder, Jungle Cruise, Peter Pan's Flight, and Space Mountain in there. Mm-hmm. If you throw another ride in there, it's gonna make the avail you know, it's gonna expand the availability essentially. So hopefully that is something that they're looking at doing because again, Seven Dwarfs opened in what, twenty fifteen or early twenty sixteen? Yeah, I something think? like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been open for seven years. Like, does it really need to be, like, an individual lightning lane at this point? Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. I know it opened uh, towards the end of the 74-year uh, build that was New Fantasyland. So, um, you know, when they finished New Fantasyland, it was right there. The, it, this is interesting. And then on Tier 2, you know, you've got a lot of the, you know, all, here's the thing. For me, as I look at it, 
the thing for me with tier two is like most of the attractions that I really love are in tier two. You know, we're yeah. talking pirates, talking haunted. I just, uh, you know, it's, 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 I don't mind this. I don't mind picking one big attraction. Now, here's, because here's the thing, man. When Tiana's opens, right, from refurb and remodeled and restructure, uh, that I'm I'm guessing will be a individual lightning lane as well. So are what, we gonna have yeah. three individual lightning lanes in Magic Kingdom? That would be crazy. No. Well, th- at that point, I'm sure that they, they would they would pull Seven Dwarfs back, you know, and put it into the regular pool of of rides. But I'm hoping before Tiana's comes out that that Seven Dwarfs will move over. Um, but let's jump over to Epcot and see what they're, they're at least what they're potentially listing as your tier one and tier two. Obviously, you have Guardians for your Lightning Lane uh, selection. For your tier one rides, they're talking Frozen Ever After, Remy's Ratatouille, uh, Soren, and Test Track. Uh, and then basically everything else is going to be in tier two. Um, I mean, I guess that that makes sense. I kind of wish, you well, I mean, I guess they, they're going to need at least four attractions for that tier one. So I guess th- that selection makes sense. What do you think? Um, hold on. Let me look at it here. I, you, you, you were talking, and I, I zoned out. Uh, you know, that happens from time to time with <laughs> you and I. So you have, you have Frozen, Frozen that makes Ratatouille, sense. Okay. Ra- Soren, yeah. and Test Track. So, you know, I, mean, I don't that's, see anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's, that's what was take – out, take out Ratatouille. That was what the tiers were with – the original fast pass plus too. Um, yeah. cause of course Remy's is new. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, guardians of course is going to be individual lightning lane. I mean, if anything, I think you could move Soren down. If if you're yeah. moving one down, it'd be Soren. Cues for Soren are typically 40 minutes or less. Yeah. And right now you can get Soren with a genie plus, you can get it pretty much all day long. Anytime. I, mean, you want. I don't even, yeah, I don't think it, it, you know, and it's usually not far out. So, like, you know, if it's if it's seven o'clock now, you can usually get Soren for seven forty-five or eight o'clock. So that's not not really a selection that is hard to get. So, but I guess maybe they had to have four attractions uh, up at that level to make sense. The only thing I guess looking at these, and, and we'll go through it more, um, or maybe I'll, I'll I'll bring up my point later when, once we go through uh, Hollywood Studios and, and Animal Kingdom. One thing I don't like about this. Um, but jumping over to Hollywood, you have for your tier ones, you have Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, you have Smuggler's Run, you have Rock and Roller Coaster, and you have Slinky Dog Dash. Uh, Rise of the Resistance still is going to be your individual Lightning Lane selection, and then everything else is going to be uh, in your tier two. So, I mean, this this makes sense. I'm kind of surprised that say Tower it. of Terror is not up there. So you, We, we can say it. Why? I, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it because I, Tower of Terror is one of my favorites. But why is Rock and Roller Coaster considered a tier one and Tower Terror is not? Like, it's just, yeah. come on. I mean, that's a, that's a, I mean, I know we're talking about a survey, but that's a blind, over, and I'm fine. Keep it, keep it. If anything, I, you know, we keep saying that there's got to be four attractions and there doesn't though. Like, there, you know what I mean? Right. This is not, it's not a set in stone thing. Like, you move Rock and Roller Coaster down and leave three, or if you need four, you put Tower Terror up there. Yeah, and I and I don't know. Do you remember? And I'm sure we could probably look it up because we obviously didn't, uh, I guess, prepare this well for it. But like, I don't remember there being that many tier one selections when they did this. You know, back in like what was it? Maybe 2018 or 2019. No, there was there was like three. There was yeah, like three at the most. Yeah. So I'm. I, yeah, that, that I am. That is a little surprising. 
Uh, looking over at Animal Kingdom, you have Flight of Passage, of course, is still going to be your individual Lightning Lane ride. And then your Tier 1 is going to be Everest and Navi River Journey. And then everything else at Tier 2. Um, I mean, I guess, again, you know, when, you're, when, you're, when we're talking about Epcot and Animal Kingdom, obviously there's not as many selections out there. So, I mean, I guess this makes sense. I mean, they're stretching for Navi. Like, you're yeah. str- if anything, here's what I understand. Like, if anything, say, and they, look, Disney has done this over and over again, and I, I, I can't quite grab my head around it. They put this, like, um, one Band-Aid fits all on everything. So, like, take Animal Kingdom that have a lot of attractions, right? And just mm-hmm. don't do a tier system just there. Yeah. Like, just let you go and get whatever, you know, but make it to where, or if you want to do a tier system, be like, hey, we're just going to roll this in together, but you can only do at this park these certain attractions only one time with you, you know, and, and that's the way it was right. for you. couldn't book multiple, right. you know, like uh, um, Fast Fast Plus and stuff like that. So, like, just implement that because when you look at the other attractions, I mean, we're talking Dinosaur, Feathered, Feathered Friends in Flight, Festival of the Lion King, Finding Nemo, like, A Bug's Life, like, Come on, man. Really? Right. Yeah. Most of those are rides that you don't need a lightning you don't need or, it. or a genie plus No, for. no. If they want to sell so, it, just put it all in one. Put it all in one. Yeah. It'll make it more appealing for people. Um, well, but but here's the deal. They can't do that because they're, they've already made things confusing enough. <laughs> if they have, if they say, okay, well, if you go to Epcot, these are the rules. If yeah, you go to Animal Kingdom, yeah. and then it, p- people's minds would be blown and it just would be be terrible. Looking at this, though, the one thing, you know, that I see being a problem or at least something that I have noticed with Genie Plus now that you could get is like looking at, you know, Hollywood Studios, for example. If I decide that I'm going to get Slinky Dog Dash as my first tier one selection, yeah, there there is a pretty good chance that, you know, Runaway Railway might be gone by the time it comes around again to me to be able to make another selection. You know, so stuff like that is what i don't like because right now you, you're able to to get all of them yes. you know slinky dog is a tough one but other than that you know you could get all of the rest of those rides um at some point during your day at hollywood studios with genie plus right now so with this system if if you could only select one of them and then you have to go with two tier two selections you know by the time that fourth selection comes around there is a really good chance that runaway railway is gone for the day so now you've eliminated one of the rides. You have to pick one or the other. You know, obviously you can wait in line for it. I get it, but you know that's that's one thing that I think it's taking away from the system that they have now. No, I completely agree, hundred percent. Because here's the thing, um, you know, it's, it's tough though because it, it 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 this this system will reward people who rope drop. Like this system will reward those who go to the parks early. Yeah. This system does not help people like me. It does not really help annual pass holders. No. Um with well, if that said, you, if you yeah, if you make your selections nice and early, if you get like, you know, th- three rides in by eleven AM, then you might be in pretty good shape. Yeah, but I've got to be there to do it. That's the problem. Right. You see what I'm saying? A, like Yeah. And that's another question I have. Like with Genie Plus now. You your your selections can completely overlap. Yes, they can. With the with the old fast pass system, you weren't able to do that. So I don't know. Is that something that they're going to tweak too? Again, I have no idea. But you weren't able to do that before. If you had a a, a fast pass at nine o'clock, it was from nine to ten. You could not make a, a fast pass for nine forty five. 
And do you know how many times I've left the park back th- back in those days with holding a fast pass just in my pocket leaving? Um, yeah. Because I didn't want to wait. You know, if I had a fast pass, let's say at 6.15, like 5.15 to 6.15, and then my next one doesn't start till 7, and I ride my one at 5.15, and now I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for the next one to come on. Now, listen, this is first world problems because I'm talking <laughs> as an annual pass holder. I'm not talking as a Disney guest that's there for a week with your family, only go once a year. I'm just giving the other side of the coin for this as someone who's in the parks a lot and is an annual pass holder. Um, being selfish. This is my only child coming out of me, okay? Um, yeah, man. I, I Look, it's it's an interesting concept. I think they need to fix Genie Plus. They need to simplify it. They need to make it easier. Um, and it'll be... Look, I, I loved FastPass. I really did. Yeah. I'm, I've come around to Genie Plus. I yeah. like the idea of being able to book three before we get on property. Um, I do. Yeah, and I but also like the idea of stacking. So here's my thing. For once, I'm good either way. I really am. Yeah. Like if they, I, I think, I think for the average guest, it it would make sense to go back to a uh, to the new genie system that we're talking about right now that is essentially FastPass Plus paid. I think it makes vacations easier. It makes them less stressful. Um, and I think it would just be better overall for people's uh, uh, kind of mindset towards their vacation. I really do. What do you yeah. think? Well, well, I I hate change. So, like, I loved the old FastPass system. So when they got rid of that and they brought Genie Plus, I hated Genie Plus. Well, now I'm used to Genie Plus, and I like it, and I know how to work that system. So it, it works well. So now I really like that. Now that they're going to change it again, I don't want it changed. I like, it's like, <laughs> I, I was like, I hate change. I just keep everything, you know, the way it is. So I, I'm sure at the end of the day, Some if they tweak this never a little. change. <laughs> like Dan's opinions on Genie Plus and Lightning yeah. Lane. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's pretty good. That wasn't bad, good. was it? Yeah, not too shabby. Uh, so I, I, I think I will like it going back to the old way. It's going to take a little time, and they're going to have to tweak this a little because again, there's, there's some things that, that I don't like about the old system now that we have the new Genie Plus. So I mean, there's, hopefully they, they kind of take that into account and they can kind of mold them both together to make a, you know, a better system. We'll see. I like it. Uh, well, buddy, uh, always good to get on here and chat. Love talking yeah. travel. Love talking Disney, of course. We have a awesome trip coming up, man. You are heading out in just like two days, two or three days, and uh, you will be out west. Yes. I'll be a day behind you. I'm, I'm, I'm running you down, man, like four Gump going cross country. I'm coming after you. Uh, but I'll be out there. And uh, let's see, three days from right now, we will be having a cocktail uh, at the Grand California, or we'll be back inside the parks riding some attractions, having some fun. And, uh, dude, we're going to have a blast. Of course, DDP today, uh, podcast family vacation out in Disneyland. Um, lots of great things coming though with the DDP family, with Universal Unleashed, with Away with Me Travel, all this good stuff. Uh, we will actually be out in Disneyland doing some work for Away with Me Travel as well. So be on the lookout for all of our social medias and uh, check out what we've got going on over there. Uh, Dan, tell me a little bit about our Universal Unleashed trip because that is the next big trip that people can book and come down and hang out with me, you, and a ton of the Universal Unleashed family. Yes, that is going to be September 13th through the 17th. Uh, in the Universal Parks. It is going to be a great time. Uh, we did this event last year. We had a pretty good-sized group. Actually, this year it's going to even be even bigger. So I'm really looking forward to it. Most of us are staying over at Dockside Inn and Suites. Um, you know, we basically have, you know, 
a lot of people are coming either the 13th or 14th. So the 13th is just kind of like a hangout day. Let's go to the parks. Let's go to City Walk. The 14th is HHN. The 15th is Howl of Scream. The 16th is a, is another Universal Day. So again, it's it, it's a great time. Uh, we get to spend a lot of time with everyone, uh, whether it be in City Walk or in the parks. Uh, it's it's a great event. We love HHN. I'm actually doing HHN twice this year, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I am uh, very much looking forward to the, uh, the trip this year. Yeah, and you get a hold of us, Dan, at awaywithmetravel.com, Justin at awaywithmetravel.com, and we will get you booked to come hang out, be a part of that awesome, epic, scary, fun vacation that is the Universal Unleashed second year Knights of Fear event down there doing uh, HHN and Hallow Scream as well. Also, uh, some news will be coming out very, very soon about uh, the next DDP trip that we have planned. I will go ahead and tell you it is an adults-only trip, which is uh, going to be a lot of fun. You'll be able to get a hold of us to uh, take care of you for that as well. So look for details to come out for that very, very soon after we get back from Disneyland, and we will get everybody booked and come hang out. Nice little time away from the kids. It'll be a blast. So, uh, Dan, absolutely love it, man. Let's close this thing up. I've got a pack still. Uh, I've got to get everything together, and I've got to be ready to uh, to head to Disneyland here in a few days. I hope you're packed. Hope your boys are packed. And uh, the family's good to go. Yeah, we're we're, we're getting there. Like this, good. these are the like, these for these two days before travel. You don't want to be around me because I'm a, I'm a bit of a crabby son of a gun. And uh, so hopefully in the next 24 hours we'll get everything settled and ready to go. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Disneyland's going to be awesome. I'm actually going to Mexico in August as well before HHN. Uh, so we'll probably talk about that on a future Away With Me travel show. I'm doing a fam out in uh, Riviera, Cancun, so I cannot wait for that as well. But uh, I had a great time tonight. I always love talking Disney. I could talk Disney all day long. So, uh, And the good thing is is we're going to be talking Disney you know, face-to-face here in about three days. Yeah, buddy. Can't wait. Uh, away With Me travel family, family, thank you guys for all your support. Make sure to go and uh, join those Facebook groups, all the social media, so you can keep up with us in Disneyland. And uh, we're going to have an absolute blast. We can't wait to hopefully see you in the parks really, really soon. Of course, get a hold of us, and uh, we will chat and take care of all your travel needs. And just remember, your journey begins with us. See you, Dan. See you, Justin. And uh, remember, keep on traveling. Keep on traveling. This has been YDF Media Productions.